Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Glad you're here. And as you can see, if you're watching this on a video right now, we've got a special guest. Her name is Esther. And we're going to be talking about Esther here and what she's doing. She's crushing it right now in the El Paso, Texas market. Cool market to be in. And I got Gavin. Gavin here. How are you, man? I'm good, Joe. How are you doing? Awesome. I love your shirt. I love it. testing it out. You like that? Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Those of you that don't know Gavin, and I don't know how you don't know Gavin if you've not been on my podcast for a while now. Gavin and I have been working together for four or five years doing coaching and met him originally in Spain. Yes. Is that right? It is. Or did yeah. we, had we talked before then? No. Uh, maybe no, we, yes, we did. We did. Have, we had a phone conversation. We did. Yes. But you were living in the US. We actually met in Spain. I was doing a workshop there in Spain. In, uh, it was either Barcelona or... It was... Um, Marbella. Marbella, yes. But anyway, Gavin and I have been working together. He's been helping me in the coaching business. And one of the things that I like about working with Gavin is he's a lot smarter than I am in some areas and most areas. Okay. But I don't know about that. <laughs> but he, um, he's real good with mindset. He's real good with teaching sales skills and how to talk to sellers, how to talk to buyers, just take massive action. I like to analyze everything and build a spreadsheet and you know, do all of the CRM stuff. And Gavin's like, screw it. Let's just get on the phone, pick up the phone, call them, talk to them, make them offers, right? Don't overanalyze the deal. Just massive, massive, massive action. So I thought, man, I got to bring Gavin on to help me in my coaching business. And so Gavin has been a great asset and um, he's doing really, really well. He's doing most of the coaching for me, with me right now. And as an example, case in point, we've got Esther here that we're going to be talking about how she's doing deals. She's got six properties locked up right now in the last month in a difficult post-corona market, right? Everybody's scared, running to the hills, you know, this, they're thinking the sky's falling and, you know, it is bad. It's tragic what's going on, but we just wanted to bring Esther on and show you like we have students who have clients that are actually doing deals right now and don't get discouraged because like you can actually do this stuff too. And the cool thing about Esther's story is you know, she wanted to come and, and maybe I should let Gavin tell this story, but we wanted to just focus on like sticking with what works. Don't change things. Don't complicate things. Let's stick to what works. So Gavin, why don't you introduce uh, Esther and, and, and maybe talk a little bit about what you encouraged her to do? Yeah, absolutely. Esther, how are you? Hey, Gavin. <laughs> Good. How about you? Yeah, I appreciate you uh, jumping on. We wanted to get you on because I think it's a cool story. You know, everyone has a vision. And uh, the first thing that we did is that you had a vision, which is always good. You had goals that you want to hit. But we have to look at the best way to actually create that plan to get to them goals. And originally, you know, you were thinking, let's go virtual. Let's do some wholesaling lease options in multiple markets, two to three markets at the same time. Uh, and you were already doing, you know, one, two, maybe three deals a month anyway. But after we actually analyzed and looked at it, you did some real key things really well. And I felt that if you could do them and more of them, right, that we could actually make more money without going virtual right now. Mm -hmm. So we talked a lot about dominating the market. You know, you're a, you're a master of, you obviously speak two languages, right? You have a lot of people in the area that can't move deals. So we thought, well, what if we change our plan where you can do some marketing in the El Paso area, but you need to become the force in El Paso to, if I need to move a deal, I need to go to Esther, 
right? Mm -hmm. That's what the presence that we needed to create in that market. So really focusing on JVing with other people, being the buyer, being being that side of it. Because we feel we do feel that we can be doing six six to eight of them a month, plus what you're doing on your own with your own marketing. So there was no need to do two deals in, in El Paso, two deals in another state, two deals in another state to have more stress, more people in different places to then make probably less money with more hassle, right? So that's what we did. We came up with well, after these suggestions and, and you and Oscar, your husband, super cool guy as well. And, uh, you know, really just focusing and, and, and dominating was the, was the word. And I think there's a, an air of confidence, not arrogance, it's confidence, right? That we wanted in your head. I was trying to get across to you that you are going to dominate this market. Yeah, I'm going to be a beast. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're going to be a beast, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we That's what we want. Now, you're not walking around saying, I'm going to dominate and you're going to tell everyone. But in your mindset, that's what we wanted to get. Like, you are going to be the, the go-to. And that's what we are in Alabama, in, in Birmingham. You know, I'm confident in saying that no one moves more deals than us. But we just do the actions to create that. And I think that's what you've done an awesome job. So it's a great job. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So and the other thing that you yeah. did mention to me, Gavin, was that since I was, I had done deals in, in other states, but I was actually dividing myself and there was less of me doing. So here in El Paso, I realized, you know, I can do more since I am here. But yeah, no, I totally agree with you. So me focusing on El Paso and just dominating and being in beast mode here, then I was able, I'm able to do more. Exactly. And Esther, El Paso is not a big market, right? I mean, did no. you think in your mind, like, oh, my market is too small. I can't really do a lot of deals here. No, it's, it's not that big. El Paso is not that big. But I mean, like Gavin said, I do have in my repertoire i'm able to speak spanish and english so i can jump back and forth so you know in my case it, it works in my favor so yeah can you show us your whiteboard real quick well i've got a huge board that's four by eight i love so it so i do have um yeah gradual those are deals by the way yeah, I, those are deals. Those are people that I've spoken to. And it's it's every day I try to make sure that I check out whether I've spoken to uh, for sale by owner, making offers every day. Mojo, because I do cold calling. I have two PAs and I'm still doing cold calling myself and making sure that I do that every day. So if I'm check if I come into the office, I can literally look at the board and I say, okay, yeah. I did what I'm supposed to. I did my uh, videos and uh, calls, and I feel good that I have accomplished something. I'm moving forward. Gavin, yeah. Esther reminds me of Melissa. Yeah, I know. You know yeah. I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> this is what I, 100%. Like, when I check in, hey, how, how's it going? You know, it's like picture the whiteboard, picture the scorecard on the whiteboard. It's going great. We got this. And, and, and this was what was a dream to work with because she was just like, just tell me what we got to do. We put the plan in place. We even put in that you were going to cold call because Esther's like, I don't care. I, I love Mojo. All right. You love it. Then that's part of it. So she does an hour to two mm -hmm. hours a day and creates leads. The VAs are creating more leads. So we're focusing on the lead gen and also the JV and with others. And now we're starting to see from one to two deals a month. Now we've got six under contract. You just closed gross to 32,000 last month. So we're moving forward and it's, it's awesome to see. But I think everyone needs to take away is that you're taking massive action, right? It's right. not all about me. It's all about you, right? Yeah. You come up, you're the one that's executing. 
this is this is you and you know it's it's a dream to work with someone like you because it's you just get it done it's a great job and that's why i i said you you remind us of of uh, melissa because she's a dream to work with like she's just an amazing and if melissa's out there and she probably is (laughs) <laughs> I don't see if you, if you hear Melissa comment on the video, but anyway, Esther, you, you kind of came to us and said, I, I want to do lease options. I want to start doing them virtually, but Gavin spent some time with you and I was like, nah, you know, I think maybe you should try to focus on what you already know. You're in a great market. You already have experience doing wholesaling. Maybe you don't need REI simple right now. You already know how to do podio. Let's stick with what's working and let's just expand and grow on that. So talk about your process through that? What were you thinking when, when Gavin was suggesting things like that to you? Well, I mean, at, at first I was, you know, cause I have done deals in Alabama, like I was telling Gavin about it. And so I was like, okay, you know, I know I can get some really good deals in Alabama also. And, but then, you know, he was saying, you know, you are, I already have a cash buyer here and my niche is not just investors here in El Paso, but I also have retail buyers, meaning people that they don't mind. It's a house that needs work and they'll live in there and they'll fix it up little by little. Luckily, I live close to Mexico. It's like five minutes away. So a lot of people come from Mexico. They've got cash. They just don't have uh, credit. So I get them with a hard money lender. And I luckily, again, making these connections with other people, I was able to get a hold of lenders that only want to work with me because of my reputation because I get back to people and uh, and I follow through. So I'm able to get them in with no credit and they get into these houses. And so for me and this pandemic that some people are going through, I'm making more deals. So it, it, it doesn't bother me. So if this virus keeps going years and years, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for the people that are going through some issues and so forth, but in my case, it, this is not stopping me. It's just I got to keep going forward and like the horses with the blinders, just keep going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ishu is asking here, how are you generating leads? What is the main marketing strategy you're doing? It's cold calling. I get on Mojo, cold calling, just call and talk to people. I mean, it says it back here, I'll keep marketing, keep talking to people and making offers. It doesn't matter. That's it. That's Does anything it. else matter? That's it. <laughs> Marketing, talking to sellers, and making offers. And that's something my husband keeps putting down. <laughs> he keeps writing them down to say, keep making offers. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about cold calling a little bit, if that's all right. Yeah. Um, who are you cold calling? I am calling absentee owners. Absentee owners. Yeah. Okay, nice. And that doesn't sound too complicated. No. That's an easy list to get. Mm-hmm. And it's simple. Just, you know, talking to them like, they're my friends it's, and I'm not making a sales pitch. I'm just talking to them. Hey, you're, are you considering a cash offer on your house? And it's, it's as simple as that. You know, I'm calling you out of the blue. Are you interested in this? Yes or no? I'm like, okay, well, do you have any other properties that you may have if you're not interested in selling? And they're like, oh, maybe. I'm like, okay, great. What, what is it? Tell me a little bit more about it. And so I start getting the conversation going that way. Yeah. Gavin, what kind of list of absentee owners did we pull? We did equity. We did unknown, uh, 50 to 100% equity. Length of residence, unknown, 10 plus years. We did single family, multi-family, triplex, duplex, quads, in-state, out-of-state absentees. That's kind of what we would start. Now, everyone would say, well, hold on, everyone's doing that list. But as I said to Esther, again, back to being dominating the market, 
it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. You just got to be the best at it. And that's, that's it. That's what we do in our market. I don't care. We can give a thousand people the same list. A thousand can be cold calling it because that's happening. That's reality in a lot of markets. But if you're the best at it, you have the best system, you have the best, you're the best on the phone, the best follow up people like you you're going to get the deal. So doing things the right way, you know, the competition's fierce, the competition's out there, but we know, and we're seeing it time and time again, and I'm sure Esther's got stories, a lot of our clients have, and we have personally, it's a follow-up business. No means not now, right? We don't take anything personal. We just keep calling them back until they say yes. And that's the mentality that we try and install with all of our clients. And this is, I'm just looking right now in, um, at, in prop stream. And I have over just a quick search over 16,000 absentee owners that own single families and small multifamilies that have owned it for over 10 years that are individuals. They're not LLCs, So we can actually go in and skip trace them. And so we've just scratched the surface of all the leads that are available for Esther. And we can also now we have there's new technology, it's becoming more and more easily available to skip trace LLCs. So you know, if we needed to, the point I want to make is even though El Paso is a small town, there's a lot of opportunity there. There's a lot of tired landlords. And I, I love talking, I'd much rather talk to a tired landlord than a retail owner that's living in the house that has a lot of emotional attachment to the house, right? Because it's, it's they're easier. They understand that you're an investor. They understand that you don't you're not gonna go see the house and you're not going to go spend an hour with them, you know, at the kitchen table. It's, it's a business transaction. Do you find Esther that that just makes it a little easier, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not so attached to the house. They see it as a house, you know, a wall floors. They don't see the emotional attachments to it. Yeah. Exactly. And they might have other properties. Mm-hmm. They might even become a buyer. Right. For other deals. Do you ask them, hey, do you do you have any interest? Are you looking for more deals to buy? Oh, yeah. Yesterday, I just got two more out of cold calling. I got two buyers out of them. They were saying, well, you know, I'm not interested in selling, but I'm interested in buying. So I was like, cool. So I got one that was 40,000 cash. And he was like, OK, send me the address. So I shot him the address. And yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, this makes my day. Mm -hmm. I love talking to people like you that are just doing it. You know, it's like there was uh, there's one guy. Now I tell the story a lot, Esther. He has and you should keep these numbers. Right. And if you're ever hungry for deals, just go through. (laughs) Carl is correcting me here. El Paso isn't that small. Okay, Carl. You're right. Everything is big in Texas, right? So fine, El Paso is big. But anyway, you have a Rolodex now of a hundred, couple hundred phone numbers of of players, right? Of wholesalers, property managers, investors, landlords that own properties. So this one guy I know, he has a big list of 100, 200 people that are active in the real estate business. And whenever he wants to do a deal, he just goes through that list and he calls everybody and he asks them two questions. Number one, I'm looking for a deal. Do you have anything you're looking to sell? And then number two, are you looking to buy anything? And inevitably, when he goes through that list and he just calls and talks, he's going to find somebody that has a house they want to sell and somebody has a house they want to buy and wholesales those houses to each other. So this is so key for everybody listening. When you're talking to these sellers, number one, ask them, are you, do you have any other houses you'd like to sell? Do you know anybody who has a house they'd like to sell? And are you looking to buy some more yourself? And maybe they'd even looking to lend on deals too. Yeah. yeah. And it's great when you're talking to these individuals and why you're doing this. And if you're like myself, reaching out to other wholesalers, other investors, you can have property to say, hey, look, you know, I've got this one with this interest you and just automatically plug it in. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, Esther, when you're talking to these buyers, do you also ask them like, um, what are you looking for? And do they tell you, do they tell you I'm looking for 
two bedroom, three bedroom under this price range of rents for at least this? Do they tell you things like that? Yeah, they tell me specifics or if they don't tell me specifically, I'll ask them, hey, I want you to clarify something for me. Is it that you're looking for a single family homes? Is it three bedrooms, two baths? And then they'll, they'll go ahead and tell me, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Or it doesn't matter in El Paso anywhere, just as long as it's a deal for me. So I'll go ahead and have the great thing is Google Sheets. I'll have you know, for retail buyers and I'll have investors. So I'll just go ahead and plug them into one of those two. That way I can just go ahead and send them a text message, blast text message to whoever in that group, whatever property it is that I have. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and there's a couple of things to take away from that is because from a disposition standpoint, you're not wasting your time with people that don't have any interest in that certain property, right? Mm-hmm. And at least, and also it builds a lot of respect with the buyer because you're not sending them criteria that they've already told you they're not interested in. So it's like, oh yeah, this matches my criteria. I, I want to get in. Well, yeah, because you've asked them questions. So you know it matches their criteria. So they yeah. don't always think like that. So they're like, okay, Esther's on it. Because we, there's a lot of people that are trying in the market and that will get it wrong and you can't knock anyone trying. But I think that's what the frustration comes from cash buyers. Like, oh, another wholesaler. They don't know what they're doing. The numbers are wrong. But as soon as you're like, oh, Esther, as soon as you send them a message, they, it gets their attention straight away. Yeah. yeah. One cool thing about what Esther just said too is, because sometimes when you're talking to buyers, you're like, just send me whatever you got. I'll look at it. You kind of need to get more specific from them. And I like what Esther said is she says, well, okay, I need, can I ask you a few more questions? Like, are you looking for a two bedroom or a three bedroom? All right. Are you looking for a property in this area or this area? So sometimes you need to give them options to choose from, right? Like, are you looking for a property to fix and flip? Like with a lot of rehab to sell to a retail buyer? Or are you looking for just a rental property? Are you looking for small fix and flips like lipstick on a pig? Um, or are you looking for something more big? Or would you turn down a deal that needed 30 grand in work? So yeah. you got to ask those kinds of specific questions, right? Mm-hmm. Real important. I love that. And, and you're putting them into a spreadsheet, just tracking them. It doesn't have to be a fancy CRM, right? You're just, you're keeping a list. That way, when you get a property, you kind of sometimes when the more you get experience with this, you know who the buyers are that want that property and you know what they would buy for it, right? Right. Pay for it. Exactly. Nice. And, and of course, a lot of my retail buyers are only one off, but I've noticed that some of them, because of the deals that I've got, because I always tell them, look, you know, it's 30, 40, $50,000 less than market. They're always coming back to me to, to see if there's any other properties that they can buy. I mean, again, for them, it's not the numbers that make sense because to them it's, oh, I'm getting the deal let me get this property. Nice. And so when, um, I want to ask you about the retail buyers, number one. Oh yeah. I remember what I was going to ask you. Have you seen any kind of slowdown in the last 30 to 45 days since the whole coronavirus thing? I bet, I guess it's now been two months. Have uh, you seen no. any kind of slowdown in your buyer activity? No, uh, actually more, more. That's uh, I mean, I, I actually, I was talking to a good friend of mine. He's another wholesaler, uh, Ryan. And if he's listening, <laughs> hey, Ryan. And I had to apologize because last night I spoke to him. And I said, look, I'm usually good at getting back to you and you know me. But uh, he said he had a couple of properties that he wanted, he needed help uh, moving. So uh, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll just send me the details. There, Everybody knows Esther buys houses to <laughs> get to me. I'm the disposition person because I have those investors and I also have the retail buyers. Oh. This is huge. 
Did you yeah. guys see what she's just talking about here? She's networking. Other wholesalers bring Esther their deals because she knows she has buyers. This uh -huh. is how important this is. What percentage of your deals, Esther, are from other wholesalers that you're JVing on? All six of them are all 100% JVs. That's how awesome. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So you're still marketing for your own deals. Right. Correct. And you're getting deals of your own too, but you're also bringing other people to bring you their deals. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've got that niche market. So it's easy, that. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, what I was doing a lot of that in 2012, 2013. I had an acquisitions manager. We parted ways as friends. He's still doing that to this day, seven years later. He doesn't do any marketing for sellers, just as marketing for buyers, and people bring him their deals. That's so cool. Talk about. What are, on these deals where people bring you uh, sellers or bring you deals, what is your typical JV split with that other wholesaler? 50-50. Uh, 50-50. Cool. Now, if it's somebody, I did a deal uh, just recently and it somebody was new, fairly new, and I was basically helping them with everything. So we, we agreed on a 60-40 split, 60 my way. So because I did most of the legwork on that, but it was 50-50. Most Esther, I would encourage you to start asking for more. I mean, you deserve it. You you have tons of buyers. You have a big network. You're very, you have a lot. I think you need to give yourself more credit. You know, you should start with 60, 40, 70, 30 splits. When we were doing a lot of these, we had other wholesalers and realtors that were bringing us deals. They were just happy to make 500, 1,000 bucks. Mm -hmm. You know what? Because they're, they're not going to make anything either anyway. Yeah. And it's and not too hard to go find out who your buyers are because they're in public records. Right? right? You've done all this work to build these relationships. I think you should be asking for more. Just my opinion. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I think one of the big things as well, Esther, that we changed and tell me if I'm wrong here, but I think like you were working for like 5,000 books as well when before we started working together on a few of them. And I was like, absolutely not. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to be getting percentages. And a minimums, right? If it's a minimum of five, right? Then yes, if it was like an $8,000 deal and you say, yeah. well, I'm not working less than five, but otherwise yeah. you don't percentage. That was one of the big things because I felt you were bringing a value because don't forget a lot of the people, and this is what we're trying to change in the marketplace, are bringing you deals because they can't move them yeah. because you're getting more money. What we then try to transition is instead of instead of doing that, they just bring them straight to you because you can get a higher price, everyone makes more money. The wholesaler makes more money because he can't move it anyway mm. locally to a normal cash buyer. Mm. You have buyers paying more money, so they bring it to you. You make money and they make even more money. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. don't be afraid to start asking for more profit, expecting more profits when you're talking to sellers. You know, I remember the, so the same acquisitions manager when I was working with him. He was so happy to make three grand on a deal. He's like, Joe, three grand. I used to, he was making eight bucks an hour at Home Depot. Mm -hmm. This is a it's a big deal to make three grand. And he felt bad and guilty for asking for more, more money than that. And I said, Well, listen, you know, you got to understand you're exchanging speed and convenience for price. So there are sellers, they don't care that you just you're helping them by, by buying their house, right? So mm -hmm. get that out of his head. And eventually I said, All right, let's change it. Let's try to get four thousand dollars on average. Let's just ask for it. And then after that, I said, Now let's try to get five thousand dollars. Now let's try to get seventy five hundred and ten. And so sure enough, I mean, just by going into the deal, expecting to make 10 grand, asking for it. You're not going to get it if you don't ask for it. Our average profits went from two or three grand up to $7,588,000 by the time that we parted ways. Wow. And we had some deals where we were making 15 grand, you know, but just got to start expecting that and asking for it. 
and it'll start happening, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. By the way, Carl Randall says here, Esther rocks. Hey, Carl, thanks. <laughs> Somebody else here is watching from Virginia. I want to talk real quick about Podio and REI Simple. So when you started, you wanted to start using REI Simple because obviously I talk about it a lot and I show it on all my videos and it looks amazing. But you were already using Podio and it was already mm -hmm. working for you, right? Right. What, what did Gavin say to you about, about switching? He, he was like saying, you know, it doesn't bother me whether we do REI Simple or back to Podio. And so I was, I was giving REI Simple a chance. I was actually getting on it, trying to, you know, put leads in there and created the campaign and everything. And it has really great stuff. I do like REI Simple. It's just because I used Podio already. And I was like, I didn't want to be learning another system yeah. when I, at that moment, I was actually getting more deals. People were calling me. So I was like, I don't have time to be yeah. learning something else. Yeah. So I was like, let me just stick with Podio. And I got it a little bit more automated Podio. So now I I can actually put the lead in and it automatically will create a task for me. So I know next day I, I get that email, just like REI Simple, you've got your notifications and so forth. So I do like Podio and I do like REI Simple. They both have their goods and bads, but... <laughs> but I, I like that though, that you're sticking with what's working. You're not letting anything slow you down. Like REI Simple is amazing. It does more than Podio, mm -hmm. but you would have lost a lot of momentum yeah. by learning how to do it. So I was just going to say, as soon as we uh, had the call after, I think you'd only been using it probably less than a week. And I could already tell you're not on the phone, right? Yeah. You're not on the phone. You're not making offers. And I was like, got to go. We, yeah. we can come back to it, right? Yeah. Because I know we're going backwards. We're going from one to two deals to no deals if we're not careful. For the immediate, right, mm -hmm. where we're trying to train on here. So it was a decision that was educated. If, if someone's coming in and polio is a disaster, right, and then, well, yeah, of course we're going to go to REI Simple because of the, the automation that you can do on the back end of it, which is which is important. But everyone's different. That's why I love working with people individually because no one has got the same thing going on. And you have to adapt for the market the situation, your situation is different to somebody else's, you know, because I, I know what's going to come. Like, we'll have people reach out and go, I want to do what Esther's doing. Well, then they won't want to cut cold call. Well, you can't do what Esther's doing then because mm -hmm. that's what she's doing and you don't want to do that. So everyone's got a different plan. So and I love about, plan. sorry for interrupting you, Gavin, but I love the fact that Boxer, you know, if there's something up, like I got that, you know, I spoke to that one seller and, and they had a, a house, they were trying to sell it to their tenant. The tenant was, didn't pay because they did a contract with them and they did it for $20,000 and they only paid 10. The contract already was voided and because it, it was only good for a year, it said. And so I was like, I don't know what to do with this. So I sent a copy to uh, Gavin and through Boxer and I was like, can you give me what your two cents would be on this? And he was like, like, it took maybe maybe half an hour to get back to me because I know you're busy. But I love the fact that, you know, I can send a quick message, get a quick response. And I'm like, okay, let me talk to the escrow agent. Let me verify this information and go and move on. So I love that fact that, you know, I have you guys as coaches to, to help me out as I'm going. I appreciate that. That's yeah. all. Awesome. Thank you. Now, Esther, did you go to Savannah, Georgia? Yeah, I did before they locked wow. everybody up. <laughs> so we were able to go and spent the whole day with Gavin. It was good and very informative. The day went by like that. <laughs> so yeah. and then we were lucky enough to leave the next day because they were shutting down everything. Yeah, right. you were, you nearly got stuck, didn't you? I mean, it was yeah. like, I didn't even know if the flight was going to go ahead to get you out of Savannah. It was right on the wire. Yeah, And that's what's cool now. Like I've learned a lot because 
you know, when you came in, it's like a whirlwind. It is. I mean, it, we are going at 100 mile an hour, right? We're getting stuff done and it's just like it's happening, it's happening. You know, and we're doing a lot now on the virtual side. And the good thing is w- the why I do like the virtual is because everyone's got a different learning style and mm-hmm. ability. So I can go full in and do hours and knock it out. Or we can do like, okay, we're going to do an hour. We're going to come back tomorrow. We're going to work this. You do that. We're going to get back on. So I can now actually s- structure things depending on the each individual and how they take in information. So it works great as well. But yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun having you guys in. And something else I learned from you, Gavin, Profit First, that book. Oh, oh yes. my God. I was like, because I've been in this business for three years. Oh, and yeah. This was huge. Talk about this. This was blowing I, my mind. I was like, what? I mean, if I didn't get anything from you guys, you you and uh, Joe, I was like, this was like, oh, profit first. I never paid myself. So when I got that book and we we saw the, the movie on YouTube or something like that, you can look it up. And, and I was like, as soon as I got my first deal after I met you, uh, Gavin, I was, I went ahead and I, I allocated some money for myself, allocated some money for profits and, and taxes. And I was like, damn, I should have done this. Somebody should have told us this years ago. Yeah. I, I, and so that was, I remember that it blew my mind. I was like, oh yeah, you did like a ton of deals like over the year and a half. And you're like, I don't pay myself. I was like, yeah, wait, figures. hold on a minute. Hold six, on. Yeah, no, I made six figures last year and I did not pay myself. Yeah. So that's got to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that. I was like, uh, no, you get paid before anyone gets paid. Mm-hmm. So, that's so good, Esther. Because you have to feel like this is mine i've earned this because that's what's going to drive you right not everyone's money driven but it does you'd like to see the efforts that you can do things with a family or put it back into the business or do whatever you enjoy but if you're not paying you're busting it to make sure everyone else makes money absolutely not so yeah yeah, i'm glad that was i'm glad you brought that up because yeah that was oh man if you guys have not read that book if you're watching or listening to this it's called profit first by Mike Michalowicz. Don't worry about spelling his last name. Just look up Profit First. Get the book. You can, it takes you a few hours to read it. It'll yeah. change everything. It'll it'll virtually guarantee that you and your business will be profitable from day one. Yep. Simple I, as that. Totally agree. Totally. Yep. If you don't get anything else, that book <laughs> does it. And then something else I read was, was 15 Secrets of uh, Successful People Learned now that I'm more busy because I'm trying to get more buyers and for all these deals, I, I learned to allocate again, my time because you know, time, you can never get it back, but you can always return. You can always get your energy back. So I'll go ahead and set my little timer for 45 minutes. I'll do focus energy with, you know, speaking to sellers, revenue generating activities, like mm. Joe always says, Yeah, talking to sellers and talking about buyers. So I always focus on that. And then I'll take 15 minutes break, go to the bathroom, stretch, exercise, talk to the kids. And then I get back in and, and start again. So I feel a little bit more energized and I keep going. So what was uh, the name of that book, Esther? 15 secrets of successful people. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that one down. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's good. I do. Yeah, yeah. That one, that one threw me off. I weren't expecting that. I don't get many curveballs, but that right. one definitely was one. I was like, right, hold on. Let's forget that. Let's talk about this first. Yeah, <laughs> it needs to get you making money. Yeah, uh, no, that, it, 
you know, follow up, right? It's just like any plan we put in place. It's easy for us just to say, right, let's do 10,000 a month in marketing, right? We can almost find a motivated seller, but that doesn't mean you're profitable, right? You have to run a business to make money, right? Mm -hmm. it, it is just so important. And there's so many people we know even in masterminds, right? And uh, that me and Joe know that have got businesses that do turnovers like crazy, but what they're putting in the pocket, the, the hassle, the overhead, the stress, mm -hmm. just like stresses me out thinking how stressful they must be right now, especially in a pandemic. Just sent me a, a message just now. It's 15 secrets of successful people for time management. Okay, really? Okay. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, uh, I, I totally agree, Gavin. I mean, I, I was fabulous. At, as soon as I got, I paid my, I got my first deal again after I met you and we always said to ourselves, okay, let's go ahead and pay ourselves a portion. So we did that. And I felt that incentive because you're always saying, okay, when you have a business, you don't pay yourself. You pay all the expenses, you pay all that stuff. So yeah, that really took me for a yeah. All right. So real quick here, guys, if you're interested in working with me and Gavin, just go to this link right here, reinetwork.com slash coaching, reinetwork.com slash coaching. And we have a link for that in the description of the video here on Facebook and YouTube and in the podcast. But again, reinetwork.com slash coaching. Esther, if somebody's in the El Paso area or is doing deals out there, how can they reach you and maybe partner with you on a deal? Uh, maybe they have. A, maybe there's somebody here that wants to lend some money on some deals. How can people get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach me by 915-320-6774. 915-320-6774. You can reach me on Facebook, YouTube. It says Esther Buys Houses. Esther without the H. E-S-T-E-R. Yeah, I'm always with the yellow shirt that says Esther Buys Houses. Today, I, I just have it. to have a blue shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything's yellow and black. And this, and, is, this explains why Esther does a lot of deals, because she answers her phone. Mm -hmm. you know? She's not afraid of the phone. She doesn't uh, hide behind it. Th this is crazy as well. This is something else that just thought of happened. So they come, and they've got Esther Buys Houses. We're in a hotel, because mm -hmm. the office is closed. We're in a hotel. And you've both got your yellow shirts with your numbers, We Buy Houses or Esther Buys Houses on the back. And this guy comes over to us, does he not? And he's yeah. like, hey, i got a house I need to sell. <laughs> yeah, he's all so like everything with a suit. <laughs> so we're like, all right, so we get the information, start looking it up. I mean, it, it didn't end up being a deal, but it's just – it just goes to show like all them things do work, especially when you're out and about. So that was, that, that was awesome as well that that happened. Oscar, thank you. He has the book. He just typed it in here. 15 secrets successful people know about time management. Cool. Yes. All right. Um, thank you, Oscar. <laughs> cool, guys. Again, go to reinetwork.com slash coaching. We got to end this because I'm late for another call. But Esther, congratulations, man. That's so awesome to hear. Proud of you. Happy for you. And I know you're going to keep on crushing it. So no, thank for, you guys for having it available for everybody. Okay. All right. Thanks, all right. guys. Take care, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you all later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.